Howdy, Rob Lee here, and we're going to get back to the truth in this art, but I want to do a little exercise with you. As you know, the truth in this art is an audio experience, so I'm going to ask you to do something a little different this time and visualize with me. I'm thrilled to reintroduce you to Forged Eatery, a true gem that captures the essence of farm-to-table dining in Baltimore. At Foraged Eatery, they have mastered the art of sourcing local and seasonal ingredients, resulting in a menu that will leave you in awe. Their commitment to quality and to flavor is simply unmatched. Picture yourself, see as the visual, picture yourself uh, savoring their mushroom stew, a comforting and aromatic dish that transports you to a world of culinary bliss. The depths of flavor and the carefully selected ingredients will tantalize your taste buds. You can swap out and insert the focaccia, which is heavenly, or the irresistible cornmeal fried happy oysters. Each bite is a celebration of culinary mastery. Forged Eatery goes beyond being simply a restaurant. It's an immersive experience where the menu evolves with the seasons. Each visit promises a new and exciting experience for your taste buds, making every moment unforgettable. So, fellow food fans, fellow food lovers, it's time to discover the magic of Forged Eatery. Let their innovative approach to dining and their passion for locally sourced ingredients transport you to a world of culinary excellence. Don't miss out on an extraordinary dining experience. Plan your visit to Forge Eatery today and let your taste buds revel in the true flavors of the season. It's time to indulge in a gastronomic adventure that will leave you craving for more. For more information, visit ForgedEatery.com. Truth in this art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today I have the privilege of being in conversation with a singer, songwriter, graphic designer, entrepreneur, originally from Shanghai, China. She is currently an undergrad student at Maryland Institute College of Art. Her work focuses on biblical content and um, Christian culture issues that you know seem to need to be addressed. Please welcome Habera Yu. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I gotta say, you really have a radio voice, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, I've, I've worked on it. Notice it changed as soon as the microphone came on. Mm. <laughs> so, thank you for for being on this podcast. And yeah, of course. I want to start off before getting too too deep into like you know the questions that I have here. I like mm-hmm. to like open it up with an introductory sort of question mm-hmm. of um, tell me about you. What was it like growing up, and what was your first experience um, with art? I see that you're you know doing um, you're doing music, you're doing songwriting, graphic design. So tell me about that. Well, well, I was born and raised in Shanghai, China. That's a whole different environment from America, first of all, and. Um, Okay, but I also went to like an international school in Shanghai. So it's very, um, what can I say, like diverse. It's a diverse environment for me to grow up, especially in Shanghai. There's, I got to know a lot of foreigners as well. So I got to know a little bit other cultures. Um, That's kind of, so it wasn't hard for me to come to the state to start a life here and also 
the first experience I have with art, I don't remember to be honest. Well, actually, different people has different、um, definitions of art.、Sure. Sometimes we do art even unconsciously. So maybe I've done it when I was born. <laughs> so, 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 tell me about how you maybe define art or what have you. Like, what's what's art for you?、Hmm. See, now I'm just reselling now. That's you, okay. You, you I, like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Well, art for me, it's a way of self-expression through another media, ex-、uh, like besides talking it out loud.、Mm-hmm. Well, like for me, it's it could be songwriting, singing, singing it out, and also I put my thoughts into drawings or designs.、Mm-hmm. That's a way of art for me personally. I like that. So, so I can't bury the lead with this. I've read that your work focuses on biblical content and, <laughs> and Christian issues that need to be addressed. So, can you expand on this? Tell us, tell us more. Tell us more about this. Well, first of all, it all comes from my belief in God.、Mm-hmm. I believe in God like heavily. <laughs>、um, well, I feel like there is many misunderstandings on God and also belief in God. Um, when I say, "Oh, I believe in God," people automatically think that I'm a Christian or a Catholic or whatever this man-made culture. <laughs> You're not. What? What are you? I, I thought this is what we were doing. Taking this mic off. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, people nowadays love to categorize other people.、Mm-hmm. Like、they love to put labels. So when I say something, they think they know you. They can read you or whatever. <laughs> so I'm trying to、um, address. Some misunderstandings that on、um, God,、mm-hmm. yeah.、Mm-hmm. So when, like, because so I think so obviously you know having that relationship and having that like focus and being a part of your subject matter, like, is there an experience that you encountered that you were like, no, I really need to kind of you know. Dispel some of these 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 notions that people have an idea of. This is who I am. This is not who I am. These are who people are. Why why did that become a focus for you? Why did that become an interest for you? Was there any particular experience that kind of led you to go to like,、hmm, I need I need to maybe take this approach with my work. Wait, what do you even mean? <laughs> <laughs> so there there are some people that will say I started painting like these sorts of portraits because. I had this experience in my life, and it really influenced me to start drawing. Let's say this question mark right here behind you on this、uh, mural.、Um, so, was there an experience that you had where someone was like, "This is what God is," or "This is what people are," and so on? That you were like, "You know what? This is what I think God is. This is what my belief is." Well, it all came from when I first started studying the Bible. Okay, like I. Didn't study it because my family told me so, or my friends told me so. I just wanted to,、yeah. like I was self exploring. I was trying to dig into my roots,、yeah. and that's when I、um, dug into the Bible. <laughs> I think I have an answer for what's my favorite. What's your favorite books? Like oh, oh, the Bible. <laughs> 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 no, so so that's 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 good. That's good. Where it's just like that self exploration.、Mm-hmm. So you're because you said it earlier. I think before we got started, you like questions. So it's like I'm looking for answers. You know what I mean?、Mm. And you're like, let me read him. Do my own self exploration、mm. and have your own understanding of things. That's that's great.、Mm. So yeah. 
how so as a as an artist as a student there in, in, in a person right like a full realized person how does your faith influence how you navigate through certain situations whether it is from this artistic lifestyle of being a singer songwriter and graphic designer and even entrepreneur because you're doing so many things mm-hmm. or even a student like how does your your faith kind of like impact how you go about life day to day that's everything I mean, my faith, um, my belief in God, it influences everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's simple as what I eat in a day. Mm-hmm. It's It could be as hard as like, oh, how am I going to forgive someone? You know, it's everything. <laughs> so... That, no, that's 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 important. I think having like that is what what did they say? What, North Star or what have you? Mm. That's that kind of guiding principle. So tell me tell me about what you're eating. Cause you you touching like well, something I oh. like eat. So tell me about that. Cause you know I, I I'm going to get deep into the questions. <laughs> well, um, I've been trying my best to eat like biblical clean food. So I haven't I haven't eaten pork for like what two years <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I love pork what are you what are you, what are you, what are you doing <laughs> so it's so that's that kind of guides like how like your behavior and in those instances where you may lapse it, like forgiveness obviously is a piece of it too right mm-hmm. so tell me about those those times where you're you're being quote unquote a a bad because you said you, you so you said it's not, you know, Catholic. It's not Christian. How, how do you describe yourself in that regard? I believe in God. So, as a person that believes Yahweh. in God, you know, when you're a person, it's like, all right, I was, I was being bad. I wasn't following the Bible, what have you, in a certain way. How, how what does that look like? How, how often are you like? What do you usually not follow in that regard? Like, what do I usually not follow? Yeah, or kind of slip up. Hmm. Because, I mean, I curse like a sailor outside of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I've had some people that come on and they're just like, F this, F that. I'm like, I, I can't say that. <laughs> but <laughs> off when the mic goes off, yeah, F that, right. <laughs> well, right now, hmm. I'm not saying I'm perfect. but <laughs> No, I'm not saying you are either. That's what but, I'm trying to find. The imperfections, that's what I'm looking for. Well, um... <sighs> Like for now, I'm so conscious about what I do daily mm-hmm. and I try to do everything right. Um, maybe, you know, some sometimes I will have those thoughts about eating pork. <laughs> you know, I always... Those ribs are really good right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, some ribs are really oh, good. Oh man, they're so red and glistening and delicious. But, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there, and and I think part of it, you know, in, in a lot of these things, when we act outside of what we may have values in or beliefs in, and you're like, am I bad for this? Or have you? <laughs> but because you know, there's a certain like guilt or what have you. I was I was raised Catholic, so it's always this kind of guilt thing that's just sitting there, like you know that's bad, right? You, know, you shouldn't be doing that. It's like, yeah, I'll be forgiven. It's fine. But but I think for me, it's not always doing the same thing, mm-hmm. like trying to learn from that and recognizing that. Um, and I'm not the, the, the biggest, most uh, religious person. I have belief, but at the same time, it's kind of like I have my version of it of how I go about things. Right. And it's, I, I'm, gu- I'm guided by the golden rule. 
be good to people. Just, just, mm-hmm. just be good to people. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's just like, there are instances where I just know morally, like deep down at the base level, mm-hmm. I shouldn't do that. Or that's wrong. You shouldn't go about that. And I try, and that guides me. I try right. to be solid. And then there are other things a little more gray. I'm like, mm-hmm. All right. You just have a way to justify it. I'm going to eat that pork. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, at times, I I think some people who have a belief system, they carry theirs more important than other people's belief system. It's like we believe in the same thing in theory. But then people are like, well, mine's is more important than yours. And it turns into that weird elitism thing. And that's there's no place for that, you know? Have you encountered any of that where people are like, my belief is more important than yours. Yours is wrong. Mine's is right. I feel like everybody thinks that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There's no... A lot of people think that there's no objective truth. Because mm-hmm. they think um, everybody have their opinions. They want to speak up. Self-expression, right? And before me, I believe in God. I believe in the objective truth. There's only truth. No truth for me. Only. I like that. It's just like, this is just what it is. You know, it's just it very, is what it is. very matter of fact. <laughs> yes. There's no middle ground. It's either this or that. Yeah. It's just like, and, and, and that's what I like about like, you know, and I think here in, in the U S and this is just my, my take mate. I can be completely wrong. I think we like to add more gray area to things. And it's like, sometimes it's just, it either is or it isn't. Yeah. So, you know, when, let's say you, you may invite somebody to come out to a show, let's say you're doing a performance or something, or you're, you're saying it or something on those lines, or even, Hey, you know, I want to hang out. You either came out or you didn't come out. Yeah. Oh, my intent was that's cool. But ultimately you didn't. Mm-hmm. So which one is it? You know, <laughs> right. did you want to come or did you not? But ultimately you either made it or you didn't make it. So let's talk about. Um, how, how overlap happens between overlaps. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll explain. Okay. I always got the explanations. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think a lot of times artists are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are a lot of time artists. So how mm-hmm. does like being an artist, having, you know, this musical inclination, the songwriting inclination, graphic design and all kind of like help you as an entrepreneur and how does being an entrepreneur help you in those other ways? Like what sorts of skills between the two overlap? Nothing. There's nothing overlapping to be honest. (laughs) Um, I don't think my art life has anything related to, wait, actually, okay. There might be one thing that is the vision. Like I can see things better, like certain designs I can just imagine in my head. But besides that, to be honest, it's pure business. Mm. It's all money. <laughs> I mean, what else can I say? I heard, I heard something that certain people like money a lot. I know I do. <laughs> yeah, it's just money. Like, yeah, just give me more of that money. Just, just put that money there. I mean, it's either good or, you know, either I success or I succeed or not. So, so let's talk about songwriting a little bit. This is mm-hmm. going off the cuff now again. See, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, do you remember writing your first song? The first For song? sure, yes. Okay, see, <laughs> see, first one of the first art experiences. Let's let's talk about it. Um. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. 
it was when I was in like what sophomore high school,、mm-hmm. and I first started writing in Mandarin. Okay. And I was putting my personal experience in the song, but I never released that one though. That's interesting.、Um, Exclusive. <laughs> yeah, and it was rap too. It was rap. Yeah. Oh, you gotta! I, I, you, you, look, I changed a lot. You gotta send that to me. You gotta send that to me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hear that. I changed a lot. Like I used to like hip hop. I used to do hip hop music. I used to do traps. <laughs> This is amazing. This is amazing.、Uh, exclusive information. Um. Uh, but I also had some experiences like, you know, I was wild kid. <laughs> Um, but I was also the cool kid. I can see、school. that. <laughs>、um, I used to go clubbing a lot. This is this is amazing. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah, you know, clubbing. Like I have thirty-seven tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and I was. I think I've got that、um, hip hop and like EDM,、mm-hmm. like. You know, I got those things from clubbing. Yeah. And but wait, why did I first start writing though? That's that's amazing. I I can only imagine you like rapping. That would be so. Yeah,、fire. that's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone, to some degree or another, has like a rap persona. Because <laughs> I mean, back <laughs> in high school, I I used to rap, and I will never unearth those tapes.、Mm. Those were. I had an alias. I had, had long hair. It was it was a whole situation. Yeah, it was it was not good actually. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it then, but now looking back on it, like twenty、mm-hmm. years later, what was later, I doing? It's like、mm, y- mm-hmm. your pants could be a little tighter. They are very loose. Ah, <laughs>、uh, well, okay, I got it.、Mm. Well, when I was a kid, everyone was would be telling me like, "Oh, you can sing, you can sing," but I never like got to realize, huh? Like I can sing.、Yeah. I always liked drawing back then、mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school. And I was going to calligraphy classes, drawing classes, and all. Uh, my parents forced me to go to piano classes. Um, that's kind of my first stage of going to music, <laughs> and then. When I was in elementary school, um, we would have music class、mm-hmm. like, regularly, like twice a week or some. And the teacher really liked me, and she was asking me to join the choir, the school choir. Oh, really? Yeah, and I did, <laughs> like she said. <laughs> and then that's about it. And then after I got into high school, like. After people continuously told me that I could sing, and I was like, okay, maybe I could join this school singing competition, and I did join, and I got the first place. Nice, <laughs> nice. And after that, I was like, okay, I do like music, not because I'm good at it, but I do like it. Like when I when I see some modesty there, by the way. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I noticed it. <laughs> well. Um, I do enjoy how I am on stage, or I'm just when I'm just singing in general.、Mm-hmm. Mm, and also, I'm not a speaker. Like I don't like to like complain to people or you know venting about anything. So I was just putting my thoughts into my songs. Why?、Yeah. Yeah. 
just my personal opinions, experiences, and stuff. And I think I think that's important to have a sense of. And I think singers, songwriters have they're very adept at doing that of being able to take experiences, emotions that they either know for usually firsthand and occasionally secondhand and being able to, to craft it into a song or into a big body of work or say an album or such. And not everyone is, is able to do that. I think that's one thing that singers are able to do painters as well, but mm-hmm. definitely singers are, are able to do and people relate to it. People connect with it. They're like, Oh, I feel that. I see that. I, I'm, I get that. Um, I'm good at talking to, to people. Um, so, so, so about being on the stage, what is it about being on stage of, or performing in front of people that really kind of, how does that make you feel? Calm. Actually, I'm a super introvert person. I am, but like when I'm on, I would be so, so, so nervous when I, before I got it, before I got onto the stage. But then when I start singing, it just calms me mm-hmm. like so quickly. Yeah, because I, I think it's the lead up sometimes. The I get that up? way as well. Mm-hmm. Where like I do movie screenings on occasion. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge guy. I can't hide. You can hide. You can just disappear. It's like I'm under this table. Me, it's just like I am part of the table now because it's just mm-hmm. I'm bigger than the table. I can't really hide. So. You know, I used to have this notion of, yeah, no one cares what I have to say. Let me just, you know, slide to the background. But because I'm so tall, mm. I can't really do that. And I find that often I'm uncomfortable before I have to get on stage and do something. And it's for, it's the anticipation. Mm-hmm. It's that nervous energy. And then once I'm on there doing it and I kind of get that inevitable, I'm going to mess up when I start out of the way, then I'm good. Hmm. Then I'm cool. Then I'm then I'm calm with it. And trying to add more to it to get past that. Like, let's say when I do an introduction for a movie, people are there to see the movie or what have you. Or even if I do a live podcast, I'm kind of there the entire time. Hmm. And I'm almost having this internal struggle of nervousness while being good at what I do. See, hmm. I'm being modest now, too, like you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think once I get past the anticipation of it, if someone was like, at least at this stage, hey, I just need you to get on stage right now mm-hmm. and do a podcast, I would be good with it. There's no time to really think. You just do. Mm-hmm. Is is that something similar for you? Yeah, similar. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the creative process a little bit. Um, and this is going to be ridiculous, this next part <laughs> of it. But let's talk about the creative process. I have a part two about it. But okay. And e- either one, whether you want to go into the songwriting process or e- even when you're working on some graphic design work, tell me about your creative process. Like, where do you kind of start? I just do it. <laughs> this, this is like why I you like said, you. This like is why you I like said. you. <laughs> it's like, I just, I just do it. I just do it. I mean, there's nothing much like complicated or anything. I just do it. <laughs> you know, when you're great like me, you know, you, no. just, you just do it. It's just there. It's just, it's just manna from heaven. See, you know, God, heaven, you know, no, boom. I mean, well, there's definitely times that I sit down and want to do stuff, but I can't. Like, I don't have anything in mind. But then I just go to the Bible. <laughs> so... Do you, so one of the things that, that I like to do, and maybe this, this applies for you, mm-hmm. like I could pull out my computer and take these questions off the computer and just mm. use that. I'd rather have a piece of paper in front of me because I think it gives me, I have a pen in hand. It gives me this notion of, let me write this down or let me change this question. Mm-hmm. I'm able to adapt in that way. I like to keep something 
analog in it as you become more and more digital. I like to keep something analog in my work because yeah. I think it helps jog this creativity. Is that the same for you? Yeah, I love actual books like paper books, not like Kindle. <laughs> well, and I also love like writing notes on my books. Yeah. That's something that um a lot of my friends can't stand. Like they said they always say your books should be clean. Look at your books. <laughs> Just like a lot of like no judgment from you. This is my book. Right. And it's I feel like writing it down it's also processing it uh, through my head also. I like to keep the 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 audiobook around and have a especially the type of audiobooks I'm into. I'm kind of going through this uh this this Japanese book uh because that's just w- what I do. I'm a, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. I, I have things to tell you about anyway. Uh, it, it, it's um, called The Courage to Be Disliked. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of like philosophy. And it's like, this is interesting. And pretty much anything from like the eastern part of the world, I was like, I believe because it's older. That's just literally what it is for me. It's older. It's been around longer. <laughs> Yeah, and everything that I actually value, I feel ultimately is rooted from there mm. and coming back here. So there's a level of truth in it for me. And so with it, something deep is being said, something philosophical is being said. So I bring up the notepad. I'm like, all right, let me get an idea from this. I'm getting something from this. And that's just what I do now. Whereas in the past, it's just like, let me pull up my phone. Let me mm-hmm. put down a few notes. It's like, no, let me write this down because I find that if I'm typing it, I'm editing as I'm going along and the full idea isn't realized. Yeah. But if I'm writing it down, I might write down the full idea because I'm hurry up and try to get it down. And then I was like, all right, let me go and edit afterwards versus while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, when you're writing, are you, when you get that, that biblical inspiration as you were touching on, uh, are you, are you editing as you go along? Are you writing? How long does it take for you to like write like some lyrics? What does that process look like for you? Well, most of the time, I will be inspired by uh, something like mu- uh, movies, uh, Bibles. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote it down on my notes. Mm-hmm. And then it could be like a sentence or two. That's it. And then I will go back to it later. And then I will write a whole song out of it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You get something out of it like... uh I've written treatments based in that mm. of like, hmm, I might get a whole idea from this, like a whole script or something. Um, like it was this, this movie, uh, I did a movie review on it recently. Um, it's a movie from 1987, way back when called Predator. And it's the old old Schwarzenegger movie or have you. And the pitch for it, that that's what kind of what, what I'm hearing. Like you do that one sentence. It's like, this is the pitch and now I'm going to expound upon it. But the pitch was, it's like the movie Aliens, but in a jungle. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's what you wrote down. This is the initial pitch. <laughs> so it's just like, I think when you come up with that nugget, that initial idea, and it's just like a song about God. Mm. It's like, all right. And if every so it does everything kind of come from that in that way of like you're starting off with like with that initial idea are you writing down like i want to talk about like love i want to talk about um loss i want to talk about is are you starting off from there and then you're having like a sentence like what are the themes yeah i realized i always start writing songs with a sentence or two Mm -hmm. um first 
I might have got to process. It'd be, it'd be great if you just saw like lyrics. <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask you next. Like, what's some lyrics that come to mind? Actually, uh, yeah. Um, when I write lyrics, <laughs> so basically I go back to that one to one sentence, and then I put my mind into that sentence. Yeah. Um, and then uh, write how I feel if I'm in that. Um, situation. Yeah. So it's like going back into it. It's like mm, it's a different space. Yeah. 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 It's like traveling. <laughs> You're traveling through sentences. I, I like this. I like this. <laughs> I, it, it, on occasion, do you ever go back to something? You know, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier. Going back to something you wrote a long time ago. Yeah. And then you go back to how you were thinking. You're like, do you get inspiration from like old stuff that you wrote? You're like, you know what? I want to redo this. Inspiration? No. <laughs> no inspiration for me, the old stuff? From, from, not from the old stuff, to be honest. Cause, you know, people are always improving. Mm-hmm. Um, I think differently. Yeah. Well, sometimes I will go back. Yeah. Recently, I actually just like cleaned out my notes and stuff. I found a lot of stuff that I wrote in the past. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, look, I'm, can we, you know, Apple, can we like find that? Cause we need to have the lost tapes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was a comedian. I, I don't know if it was George Carlin, but he would write material in a year. And then once he did his special and his tour for that year, he'd get rid of all of his old material mm. and just delete it. And that's something that's really interested me. Like, I can't quite do it with this body of work of these episodes. But in an effort to not repurpose questions, I just get rid of the old ones. Mm. I, I may have a different way of approaching it. And that's why I was asking, is there something that you may get out of old stuff that you're like, I'm better than this now. And I've matured from this now and I could redo this, but with my current, this presentism, my current mindset, my current Mm, intellect. And that's what I do sometimes when on occasion I might interview someone a second time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got much better questions now. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. There. Yeah. Cause you got to know about it like a little bit more. Yeah. So. And on a rare occasion, I become friends with some of the people I interview. Not everyone, <laughs> not everyone gets to be friends with good old Rob Lee. It's only like five people that I'm actually <laughs> friends with that I've interviewed. Everyone mm-hmm. else. Meh. <laughs> you're, you were a guest. Thank you for your, your service. Um, mm-hmm. So let's, I think, you know, as, and I, and I was joking, don't, don't cancel me guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good guy. Best of Baltimore. No. Uh, creatives experience highs and lows and we're, and we're very, and I know it's how I edit myself in there. We're very sensitive about what we do. I don't know if you're sensitive. You probably don't have any. It's like, I'm great. That's it. Hard stop. <laughs> so, so how do you, how do you stay grounded? And I think I know the answer, but how do you stay grounded when you, you're experiencing maybe those creative highs and those lows or what have you of, man, I got writer's block or I didn't like the way this song turned out mm-hmm. or wow, this song turned out really well and not to get a big head about it. How do you stay grounded? And I know the Bible's a piece of it, obviously, yeah. and, it, and faith and all. And is there anything additional Else? to that? Yeah. Hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're hilarious. Honestly, like, No. <laughs> Because I got everything from the Bible. I learned everything from the Bible. Yeah, I when I'm happy, I might I might share with people. When I'm sad, I go to the Bible. <laughs> I study on my own, then I find my peace. Yeah. yeah. So when I have my ups and downs, 
if it's my ups, then I might go to share with the people that I love. Yeah. If it's my downs, some people might want to be there for me, but I might just want to be with the Bible. <laughs> yeah, when I'm on my downs, I get away from everything, mm -hmm. and I find that I, I try to do mindfulness. I try to uh, meditate just to tap back in because mm -hmm. I know I, I think I recognize it when something's like a little off, like. I'm not enjoying something as much as if things were kind of on and right that I would enjoy it. And yeah. all of these things are at will. And I have this, I call it the, the nuclear option. I have this thing where you have interview schedule, you have time schedule, work schedule. I'm like, I can just say no to all of this. Mm. Like I'm choosing to do this and everything that comes with it. And Sometimes it's just your mind plays tricks on you of, eh, this is a waste of time, right? Or this isn't important or this isn't fun or whatever. And I think, and at times, you know, going into faith and, and going in it to really get something out of it and putting out there in the universe, if we will, yes, that this yes. is what I want. This is yes. what I want to do. And taking everything that comes with it, it's just like I asked for it and I'm not getting more. God isn't giving me more than I'm able to handle. Hmm. At least that's my thinking. Some people might say that mm, it's not quite right, but that's what I believe. Okay. That's mm -hmm. interesting. Uh oh, tell me more. <laughs> um, so this is the last real question, Pre, before mm -hmm. I get to those rapid fire questions. Okay. You're not escaping those either. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Everyone's terrified. Uh, so how do you how do you want your, your music to affect people? What sorts of feelings do you want people to take away from from your work, um, musically speaking? Like, you know, some people say, I don't care what people take from it. Mm -hmm. But I think I think that's more of the cool answer, right? I think when you're putting something out there for like public consumption, you want something to come out. You want people to kind of get it. You want to feel heard if we're communicating. Like if I'm doing this podcast and doing these interviews, I'm not picking everyone. Like I pick you or anybody else that I've interviewed for a reason. I think your story is interesting. I think um, being able to hear what's baked into the work is interesting. And I want people maybe to learn something from it. And like, oh, mm -hmm. let me get some more of your work. Let me check some more of your work out. Let me read the Bible too. So <laughs> tell me, tell me about like some of the feelings you're, you're hoping people kind of get from your work. Well, first I want to say, um, music is a strong medium. Like yeah. you can, people can always feel emotions through it or any messages through music. You know, when people listen to music, they may cry, they may laugh, they may hear what the singer or rapper said and think that's right. Mm -hmm. You know, it can influence people in a way. And I want my audience to feel the image of God, the power of God. And also, if they are in the situation, in the same situation with me, as me, then I might be able to help them. Mm, and also um, give them some comfort. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. See, you're, you're doing well. Now it's time for you to do bad. It's time for some rapid fire questions. <laughs> so I hope you hope you're ready for them. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's go. 
I'm gonna st- I'm gonna take this first. No, no. Actually, Wait, let gonna... me let me take a sip of the tea first. Oh, that's not a euphemism of oh this this tea right here. The gossip <laughs> is literally like oolong tea or have. So. <laughs> Obviously, I've, I followed you on social media, and I see some really interesting plates that are going out, a lot of different food that's going oh. out. So, um, and remember, rapid fire. Let's not overthink these. Uh, brevity is key here. Uh, what is what is your go-to meal? What is like... Hot pot. <laughs> wow. That Easy. was, that was Easy. quickly. I know nothing about hot pot, so tell me more. Tell me more. Hapa, it's a traditional Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's a whole stew pot in front of you, yeah. and it's uh, continuously heating up. And you can choose your stew type. Yeah. It could be tomato. It could be sh- mushrooms. It could be what like uh, spicy meat kind of yeah. you know different types of stew. Lots of pork, huh? Uh, <laughs> 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 but then you can add. Basically, you can heat you can heat up like different vegetables or meat in it. Yeah. So basically, the food is cooked cooked up like right in front of you. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's hot pot, so, and it's good. <laughs> so I'm gonna be able to go to a place and say, "Yo, I need that hot pot. Thank you." It's like, oh, he knows what he he knows what he wants. So yeah, I'm gonna show off. Thank you. Mm. I'm stealing from you, by the way. I'm stealing, <laughs> stealing ideas. Um. What are you currently listening to? What's, what's, what do you most recently listen to? Like, what's on your, your Spotify? What's on your Apple Music playlist right now? What are you listening to? Music? Yeah. Um. <laughs> the Bible. Or beat. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be amazing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I actually find it cringy when I listen to my own song. You too? You, you, you find it cringy when you're listening to your own work? Yeah. I can't listen to my own podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's just oof. I just skip it when I when my song comes up. But uh, I have this workout worship playlist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with the help of Arthur, this yeah. guy that I did a podcast with. Yeah. And we had a conversation about like Bible and stuff. Right. <laughs> and I was. Uh, trying to build a playlist that i can work out to but it's not like explicit content like constantly represents a bitch fuck. you know all those words <laughs> oh, like, my I, don't, I don't like that like i don't want to keep putting in the negative messages into my mind mm. and my mind says okay you know and yeah and i uh had this playlist that's like biblical content, but it's rap songs. Okay. Yeah. I like that actually. Because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of times, like when I'm trying to, it depends on what I'm trying to work on. It's like, and I'm going to ask you this actually. What are, what are you doing in the gym? What are you What are you working on? A lot of cardio, weightlifting. What are you doing? Weightlift. Okay. I'm trying to be strong. <laughs> I mean, I see the guns. I see the guns, y'all. <laughs> um, I gotta ask this one. What's your go-to karaoke song? Go to oh if I ain't got you by Alicia Keys. <laughs> nice. Shout out to you. Hell yeah, I love it. Always Alicia Keys. Always. I can almost see you with like the Alicia Keys cornrows. That would be amazing. Oh, what? <laughs> that was your rap persona, probably. It's just with you with the straight back cornrows. It's like 
What are you doing? Uh-uh, my hair's not lined up. <laughs> and you, and you, you've grown it back because I saw those pictures. Like, the, I think yeah. the one that you sent me, you had, like, your hair was a little longer than what mine's currently is. Yeah, I mean, it's been almost a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I shaved it, what, like, last winter, so it's, it's really, been almost a year. Really good time to just mm. shave your head when it's super cold. Yeah, <laughs> really, just great. I always had a hat on. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> On a regular during a regular day, how do you start your day? Like uh, when you don't have a bunch of stuff to do, you're just like, I'm gonna get up. How do you start your day? What's the first thing you do? Uh, pet my cat and dogs. Okay. Yeah. How many, how many cats and dogs do you have? I have one cat and one dog ah. at home right now. Yeah. Got it. I usually yell at my cat in the morning. That's the first thing why? I do. That's like, why are you so loud? Oh, like, did he make noise? Oh, he does. He and he's just he's just fat. And I'm like, Tiger, <laughs> can you can you do less? Can you do less of this? <laughs> and uh, this is the last question I got for you. Um, complete this sentence, if you will. Uh, what is the next thing that you're working? The next thing that I'm working on is. So if you could complete that sentence, what is the next thing that you're working on? An album. Okay. Full really? of. Letters to God. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So how's that, how's that going? How's it going? It's going slow because it takes me a long time to write a song because I liked it to be uh, on my level of complete. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I'd be listening to my old songs and be like, it could be so much better if I did this, if I did that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm like trying to keep uh, improving. Yeah. How 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 long do you say it would take you to like 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 finish the song? Just like on average, like from conception to like completion. For instance, like if someone just said you have a timeline to do it, like I think sometimes. Like I said earlier, I try to stick to like 35 minutes and we're already over that because mm. we're having a conversation in oh, person. Oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> and it's, it's a different, it's a different vibe. Um, but then when it feels like I'm just kind of formulaically getting out, okay, 30 minutes here. Okay. Move to the next one. I'll get two done in this hour. It's like, no, you're not having conversations anymore. You're just putting out stuff. So I think it has to be some intuitiveness there, some, uh, naturalness there in the conversation and that makes for a richer conversation and I think being able to fr flow freely when you're in that flow state so when you're like you know everything is going well you don't have a bunch of stuff to worry about you could just write and do your stuff how how long would you say it takes for you to like kind of complete a song and you feel good with it that I feel good with it yeah because we're all our biggest critics like I can do better on this one let me re-record this well, the shortest one is four hours okay. that I wrote the lyrics and recorded the demo right there and then. But including the studio hour, it's four hours. It's not, it's not bad, you know. Like, you know, how many tracks do you think you'd have on this this next project? I don't know. I'm trying to make this. Um, I asked. I asked the um, John Tyler. Yeah, my man's fellow <laughs> Aquarius. Let's go. <laughs> To um, make this beats like out of scratch, um, but yeah, I I had this I have this demo with yeah. me. Okay. Just one song so far. You're gonna have to come back when everything is done. John has been on here twice, so you have to be on here twice. <laughs> okay. 
I'm holding you to it. We we have it verified. It's recorded that someone used, and you said okay. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So this has been great. I want to thank you for coming on to this podcast. And um, I want to invite and encourage you to tell the listeners where they can check out your work and follow you on social media. Yes, um, my music is on all music platforms like Spotify, Apple, whatever you want. (laughs) Um, Craft design work, it's only for school, so don't even mind (laughs) (laughs) it. And if you're in Shanghai, you can go check out a restaurant called Pokey Pokey, P-O-K-I-P-O-K-I. And where can they follow you on social media? Social media. My Instagram is I-T-S-Y-U-N-O-T-W-H-Y-U. It's Y-U, not Y-U. That's amazing. So again, I want to thank Habara Yu for coming on to the podcast. And I'm Rob Lee saying there's art. And thank God. And around your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. you just got to look for it. Mm-hmm.